Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Gokey, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode number two of season two. Uh, episode one was really an introduction episode, just letting you know a couple things, catching you up on some things in my life, uh, but also letting you know a couple of the new format things uh, that we are doing. Starting with the fact that uh, I'm recording this on my front porch. Uh, so I'm actually looking at all these, this beautiful greenery uh, that is in my front yard. It's an amazing day here in Southern California. So that is a, a bit new. Um, Got to be honest, kind of digging it. Really like being out here. Um, I don't know how you guys are, how all of you are. Uh, whether for the new year, if you're a resolution person or you're a, I've got a word over the year, I, I don't get into too much of that. But I, I do have this sense uh, within a new year of it does feel like a, a new start, a, a way to get going. So uh, in episode or in episode one of season two, I, I told you a little bit about some of the stuff health wise that I have been going through. And uh, as a part of that, and I would say as a part of trying to get healthy on the whole, I started working out at a gym. Uh, a guy at our church owns a, a gym, really, really great guy, uh, a CrossFit gym. Um, and so uh, a bunch of people have been telling me for a long time, like, listen, man, why don't you just come work out with us? It's great. We love it. It's the best thing ever. And, and to be honest, I'm not really a workout kind of guy. I don't love going to gyms. I don't enjoy working out. Everyone keeps telling me it's the greatest thing in the whole world. And, uh, I just don't, I don't see it. I don't have the allure of just kicking my my body, you know, to the curb, essentially, like just beating myself up every like it hurts to walk. Like it literally hurts to walk. I can barely go upstairs and people keep telling me, yeah, it'll get better. It's not getting better. It's hard. It's still hard. Every time I work out, I think, I think this might be my last time working out because it's so difficult. And so I'm starting to go through this. And not only that, I go to the gym and there's these people that are half my size. I mean, there are skinny people, there are larger people, and they are just ripping on weights, right? Just crushing weights. And I, I, I got like these little kid barbells or whatever, you know, the, and, I, and I can barely do any of the weight. Like I go into a squat and I feel like my thighs are just going to explode. Like I'm always going to fall over and look like a fool. Like I, I constantly have this feeling and everything inside of me wants to run away from that, right? I found what I want to do is I just want to run away from that. I want to move away from the feeling of weakness. Uh, and I want to feel strong. And the same exact, same exact thing happened to me when I started surfing. When I started surfing, I love to surf and I, I go surfing every weekend and we can surf here in the winter in Southern California. It's pretty awesome. Anyway, uh, so I go surfing every weekend. But when I first started out um, surfing, I hated that feeling of this wave just crashing over me, throwing me under, tumbling me. It just used to make me so frustrated. So I just started thinking through what what's the deal around that for me? You know, why is it that that makes me so frustrated? It makes me so frustrated when I walk into the gym and I feel like I'm the weakest one in there. Like when I'm surfing, I, I'm out there in the ocean. I hate looking like 
uh, a fool, right? I should just have it figured out. It's not that hard. I should just be able to go after it. I should be able to lift more weights. I should be able to do that. And I can't right now. And what I realized was this. I hate feeling weak. I hate feeling vulnerable in that way, especially in front of a bunch of people. So what I've done over the course of my life is figure out ways to not look weak, to be strong and to posture myself in that way, which in some things has been really cool. But on the whole, it's created a sense of um, I wouldn't say narcissism in me, but it's 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 almost been like this placebo effect. Like I'm fine. See, I can do X, Y, and Z. When in reality, I'm just weak, and I'm weak, and I and I need to lean into that. And so, as that relates into my relationship with God, and maybe yours as well, is this sense of being vulnerable before God and going, "I'm weak, and you are strong." And what do I do with that? How do I do that? And so this passage for me over the last week or so uh, has been so encouraging and so challenging. And like normal, I wanted to bring it here before all of you as I'm struggling through it. I would love for you to be able to do the same thing. And it's Zechariah uh, 4.6. Zechariah is in the Old Testament towards the end. And it says this. So he said to me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. So as I'm reading this verse, um, every once in a while, like when I slow down with a passage and I'm just... Um, trying to let it seep into my soul, let it affect my heart, and hopefully it'll affect my mind and um, and I'll live in it and live out of it. So as I'm allowing that to happen, a lot of times I'll have these just these thoughts pop in my head. And, and, and the thought I had pop into my head uh, when I was going through this particular passage was Tommy Boy, right? Super spiritual, right? If you're like focusing on the mind of God and then all of a sudden Tommy Boy, uh, if you don't know, it's a, it's a movie with Chris Farley in it. Um, and pops into my head. And the, and the scene I have that pops into my head is Tommy Boy. His dad has passed away. He's in the middle of this like lake in a boat in this little dinghy. And uh, he he's like sitting there with this life jacket on, just looking ridiculous. And he has this really great line. He's like, you know, could you use a little wind here? You know, could you? So he's just stuck. He can't go anywhere. And these kids on the shore are making fun of him. He's in the boat with this girl that he likes. And he's embarrassed. And he's like, could you use uh, a little wind here? And uh, I sense in many ways, as I was thinking about that, I was like, I think that's how a lot of us should be living our lives uh, with the Lord. I think we should be living our lives with the Lord of going, this boat can't move without you. This life cannot move without you. I'm stuck. I'm stuck out here. And maybe that's how you feel right now. As you go into a new year, maybe you just feel stuck. But what happens 
when we start feeling stuck is we start, some of you either get really bummed or anxious or overwhelmed, but other uh, others of us, myself included, I find myself in that boat. And I find myself in that boat not going like, I need some wind. I need you to lead me. I need You are the only one that can move me forward. I get frustrated, and if I'm honest, I get pretty angry. It's the same thing that happens as I'm working out. It's the same thing that happens when I was surfing. I'm like, hurry up. This is taking far too long. I'm over it. I'm done. I'm sick of this. And so what I start doing figuratively is that I start paddling on my own abilities. I start going, you know what? If you're not going to bring the wind, I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll create a solution. I'll create movement. I'll make it happen. And what eventually happens is this. I pass out from exhaustion. And maybe for some of you, um, you blame God for the whole thing. See, had you just, if you had just moved this boat, if you had just moved my life, if you had just fixed this situation, then I wouldn't be as frustrated and worn out and tired and exhausted as I currently am. And it's like in this passage, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. My spirit, says the Lord. See, in, in this passage, you have a guy, Zerubbabel, and, and, and he, is, uh, he has been asked to help rebuild the temple of God. But uh, the God of the universe has a word for him. You cannot do this on your own strength. You need my spirit. You need my spirit. You, you, you don't have the ability to do this on your own. So he says here, I'm going to commission you to go do something, but you can't do it on your own. And, and I find that so interesting and so beautiful and so merciful that so many things that he gives us in our lives are not to be easy. They're really to put us into a place and going, it's not about you. It's about me. And it's about me working through you. That's why he says, not by might. It's not by power. It's not by the things of this world that our world would define as successful and strong. It's not by might. It's not by power. It's by me. It's by my spirit who is moving you and I. And I had this moment recently that, to be honest, was incredibly humbling. And maybe you have had these moments as well. It's, I kept asking myself the question, and I started thinking over my life, and I started asking the question, how often do I pray for the Spirit to help me? How often do you do that? And what I'm realizing is I am, now I'm, I'm, I'm more aware than I've ever been of it, and so I'm finding myself going, you know, I'm getting into the car. Maybe some of you are there right now. And I'm going, you are the one who keeps me safe. So protect me. Spirit of God, give me wisdom as I drive. Right. I'm going to go into a conversation with somebody. Spirit of God, I realize that I, I'm wired just to talk and blabber on and say things. Would you help me to use the words you want me to use? And I, I think in many ways, like, um, that was a humbling thought because I think, I think for so much of my life, I just assumed I'll be fine. I got it. It's no big deal. But the spirit of God is called the helper. 
in the Spirit's job here on earth, God the Spirit is helping us live in the kingdom of God for the glory of God. But sometimes we're like these little annoying kids. They're like, I can do it. I got it. I can do it. I can put on my shirt. I can put on my clothes. I can feed myself. And you're like, look, you're making a mess of the whole thing. Just receive the Spirit's help. It's what he desires to do. He's a good father who gives great gifts. He gives the Spirit of God to us to lead us and to guide us in his kingdom on this side of eternity. And we will join him in eternity, but receive his help. Receive it. So maybe you need to hear that right now. Just receive the help that he has for you in every area of your life. Wake up and go, Spirit of God, I need your help today. Spirit of God, I pray that you would help me to do well at my job. I pray that you would help me to put other people before I put myself. And if we can think about the way that Jesus lived his life here on earth, guided by the Spirit, we, found, we find that salvation is only found in, in the grace-filled act of God. Moving the Spirit, moving the Spirit of God, moving Jesus, continuing to encourage him to do what he's been called to do. And it has put us in a moment where we have to trust in Jesus for our salvation right? We trust Jesus in, uh, for our salvation. Why not trust him in everything? Why not trust him in everything? And he said, I must go away because I'm going to send you the helper, the same helper that allowed me to be obedient to the father's call to me here on earth will help you to do what you need to do here in this world. And, and so that for me has been a very overwhelming thought. And this passage for me, I think is really, really encouraging and challenging as well, because it's going, it's not about you. It's not about your might. It's not about your power. It's about the spirit of God and where he's moving us and leading us. So will we finally rest? Will we finally find rest for our souls when we ask help from the Spirit of God. Like the, the, the distress that we feel in our life, the anxiety and the anxiousness that we feel in our lives, if we, it, will our souls finally find rest when we ask the Spirit of God to lead us, guide us, help us? So, uh, what are you trying to do in your own strength that only the Spirit of God can do? He wants to help. Let Him help. The Spirit of God, we need your help. Lead us and guide us. So may you give us strength, Heavenly Father, through your spirit to trust in your plan. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is closer to you, closer to you than your own heart. Till next time, see you soon.